Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, that is Connor. We talk about movies on this show, and this is actually what's becoming a bit of a tradition where a new DC Comics animated film comes out, and we watch it and we talk about it, and uh, we, we see how it is uh, with mixed results typically. So, this is the newest one, which is Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Uh, that I was so excited for that I didn't know the name until I double checked before we started recording. Uh, <laughs> uh, the sad truth is, as much as I love DC characters, I love DC comics. These animated movies have not been super exciting for the last little while. So, yeah. and and that's saying that you were more hot on the last one than me. Gotham by Gaslight. Oh yeah, not by a huge amount. But not yeah. by a huge amount, but compared, yeah, even that that's been the the best in a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the Teen Titans Judas contract was probably. The best uh, one yeah. in the last that, like that... three or four years. Yeah, not counting the 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 sixty six ones. Oh sure, yeah, that. but I, that's kind of separate because they're yeah specific. To of of the the mainline ones, sure. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the second Suicide Squad one. They had one before. Uh, Arkham Assault? Assault on Arkham. Assault on Arkham. There you go. Uh, Which is pretty good. Uh, which was not bad, yeah. Uh, and then this one is kind of a, as far as I know, is this an original plot? It, to my knowledge. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if this is based on anything, but uh, this, so this, we'll start spoiler free, of course, and we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers. Uh, but what this is, in terms of a general plot, is that Amanda Waller, who of course runs the Suicide Squad, uh, wants her hands on a, an item from Dr. Fate's Tower, which is a get-out-of-hell free card. And she sends the Suicide Squad off to get it. So they're hot in the tail. They're trying to find it. Uh, Vandal Savage is also trying to find it. Uh, as is a other group of villains led by Eobard Thorn, a.k.a. Reverse Flash, a.k.a. Zoom. Uh, and they're also after it for reasons unknown. Although it's, I mean, you assume that someone's dying. That's why they want to get out it's, of hell for free. It's, it's pretty clear quite quickly, isn't it? Yeah, once, once they're introduced. So that that is what the plot of the movie is. So it's a hell of a MacGuffin. You got the get out of hell free card that everyone's trying to get to. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I'll ask the question, Connor. Did you enjoy Suicide Squad? Yeah, it's all right. It's it's not the worst of these. Hell to pay. Hell to pay. <laughs> I didn't realize you were waiting. I just assumed you were finished. I was. I really because because we were just because what we just said. I I said Suicide Squad, and I was going to say um, get out of hell. Free, yeah, yeah. And that's not a, a bit, title. Bit of an awkward title, isn't it? Hell to pay. It's yeah. It just kind of feels random. It does. Um, but hey, so yeah, um, yeah. It's okay. Like yeah, there was things just... I liked about it. There was things I didn't like about it. Um, that's going to be like a weird thing. I, I, I appreciated how violent it was. Right? There was like sli- there was like slicing body parts. There was heads exploding. There was blood everywhere. It was great. That's stuff I'm into. Uh, but there's something weird to me in an animated movie about being like sleazy in a sexual way. Like, you know, there's at one point they're at a strip club, and there's like you know male dancers like you know the the yeah. bulging in your face, and you know, and there's references to things. And honestly, there's something that actually feels way more sleazy to me about that in an animated movie than a live action one. There's something about imagining someone sitting down and animating this and actually having to draw. The, the bulge in doing the things I, I, I said this okay. as well when we did um, one of the other ones <laughs> it could have been any of them it, it, was, it was the Batman Harley one. Oh yeah well I mean 
honestly, in general, it doesn't bother me as long as it fits the, the tone. Because you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just used to it in animation. I've seen enough of it uh, that it's just, okay, that's fine. Um, it bothered me a lot in that where it just felt like really for the sake of it, or at least here it's consistent. Like It kind of feels sleazy the whole movie in it in an appropriate way. <sighs> Kind of. They go for a sort of grindhouse style that's like opening credits where they've got like the scratches in the dark and it's like it's going for this kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, like I say, it's hit and miss though. There's 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 times where I just kind of feel like, okay, this is weird that they had to, they felt the need to do this. Like, hey, we were a grown up animated movie because we we referenced these things and we showed these things. I mean, there is an f bomb which caught me so off guard that I had to go back and double check that there was an f bomb. Yeah, because yeah. they're playing PG thirteen rules here. They get one f bomb, and because yeah. I think even though they don't have to be rated necessarily because they are home video, I think they like to be PG thirteen because there's certain stores that won't sell it if they're yes. if they are rated. So it's, it's th- very rare they go over that. So I think it is PG thirteen, but they're playing by those rules and they get one f bomb, and I and it fits. So these are all villains, so that's why the violence also fits. If this was you know Justice League. Yeah, it's why I said that the sleaze fits as well. Like it kind of works for this group of characters. It it kind of does. It just it it still kind of stuck out to me. It's just been weird though, and like just just I don't know shoehorned in. Uh, mm-hmm. Also shoehorned in, uh, and I might get heat for saying this, but the only reason why Harley Quinn's in this movie is because she's popular because she has nothing to do in the entire film. Nah, it cracks a few one-liners to. She's just there, though. Yeah, she is. She like, is. Um, like every everyone else seems to have a bit of thing, especially obviously Dead Deadshot's obviously the main one. Uh, Bronze Tiger gets some story going on. Um, I kind of feel like Boomerang and Harley are there because oh, people will recognise them from the, the live they're, action they're, movie. They're not even just the live action; they're just Suicide Squad staples. I think, to be fair, at this point, I, I know they are. Sure, they weren't. They have time. been for a while now, though. Yeah. Well, no, but even Harley, it's, it's, Harley's definitely new generation Suicide Squad. Oh, sure, but like it's for the last year, decade at least, she's been consistent. I don't know, uh, I'm pretty sure New 52 was the first time Harley was Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah. She's on it before that? I, I don't think so. I, 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 rem- I remember people talking about it at the time, like, mm-hmm. oh, Harley's on Suicide Squad now. Oh, fair enough. That's still, like, what, seven years? I don't know, I just, like... I just felt like they really had nothing to do with her whole movie, so she oh. just, she, she cracks a few one-liners here or there, but it's basically just... Oh, don't, just... don't me wrong, I'm not defending that, I'm just saying she, I, I assume she's just kind of like, she's been on every version of the team, at least since and then, so this, like, like, she's just a staple. In spite of Tara Strong beat voicing her, who's obviously, again, a staple voice art, uh, actor for her, I kind of felt like the, the lines were a bit stilted and not necessarily her fault, but I just, I don't know, yeah. like, the Harley stuff wasn't working for me so much in this one. That's fair. There was a couple of times I chuckled, but yeah, you, know, you could probably cut her and not lose too much. Even the way she was animated, I thought her face looked a little bit weird compared to normal. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that didn't stick out to me, but I don't know. Her fair. face just felt different to me. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, but yeah, so so you, so you have you have her. I think what's interesting is when they're introducing all the characters, they don't really make a point of telling you who Deadshot, Boomerang, or Harley are. Again, they assume you know those ones because they're from the, the live-action movie, but everyone else does like an explanation as to who they are. Because it's like, yeah. you get those three, and it actually explains who Copperhead is, it explains who Burns Tiger is, it explains who Killer Frost is. Because those are the ones that the people who have only seen the live-action movie won't know. So, yeah, we're, we're going to take the time to explain them. Which, uh, in a way, I can appreciate is like, well, the less that you need to sit here and literally just read some exposition at me, the better. 
Oh sure, no, no, that's, uh, that's fair. Uh, I think, I think, my my odds, my odds critique of this is actually in in some ways, uh, like like I, I'm starting to worry that every time there's a Suicide Squad story in a movie, we're going to have Deadshot and Harley, and Deadshot's always going to be oh my my daughter. Yeah, the the, uh, the morally conflicted one. Yeah, and I so and this this one like you know it, it does does that story and it has like an ending to it at the end. And I couldn't help but feel it. I just sort of groaned at the end and went, yeah, but it doesn't matter what happened in this. Next time we do a, a Suicide Squad story, it'll be different continuity and we'll have to do half these same beats again. It's true. I appreciate it, at least in this, it was a slightly different version to what I've seen before with the oh, way sure. they played yeah. with the daughter. Like, yeah, that, that stuff felt new to me. Yeah. It, it just, I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's one, of those, one of those things uh, where yeah. it feels like there's certain elements of it that always seem to go back to the same thing. It is. It's, it's when we see the, like, the Batman origin every time. Yeah. Like, uh, all right, okay, I get it. I've seen it before. Yeah, so so that, that kind of bugged me. Uh, my my other real complaint would be that I almost think the it is a little too jumbled with too many teams of characters. Yeah, because you've you've got like, I feel like just having the, the Suicide Squad team against Thon's team is far better. But you also had Vandal Savage, his daughter Scandal Savage, which by the way, I, of course, they named a Scandal. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> Who wouldn't? You, you got that whole thing going on, uh, and I'm like, I don't really care about Vandal in this movie. He's he's kind of tacked on almost. It, no, it's true. They gave it's. This is like slightly longer than this uh, for these movies. This is 85 minutes compared to the usual 75. And it's also worth noting the next one, Batman Ninja, is also 85. So it, it may be a permanent shift. It might. I will say it helped. Like I thought this was like that extra 10 minutes did help to me at least. It could have done with another five or ten if we were going to have three teams. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I, no, actually, probably the biggest thing I'd praise in it is uh, is the idea that Thorn's the villain and Thorn's got a team of them. I like Silver Banshee. Uh, yeah. I like that Thorn's the villain despite the fact that it's not a Flash story and there's no Barry. Like, I kind of like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm down with that. Uh, some of the action's pretty good. There's, there's a scene where Thorn's like chasing the van and to be fair, I was like, Wait, why is he struggling to keep up with a van? He's reverse flash. But to their credit, that is a plot point and that's something is. to and explore. They, they address it pretty immediately as yeah. well. They're like, nah, something's wrong. If he wanted to get in here, he could. Yeah, Deadshot's like, hey, he, he, should, he should have killed us all by now. Was, was something weird yeah. here. So that's a, that's a plot element. So that, that, that was fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, I quite like the card as a MacGuffin. It's kind of fun because when they've got it, no one can kill them because it only works once. Yeah, so if they kill them, it's them that gets to the, the get out of hill. So it so gets wasted. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I, I mean, I think it's fine. I, I think there's there's parts I enjoyed, and I think there's there's some elements I didn't. Um, some of it feels like it's just retreading some old ground that I've seen done multiple times at this point. Yeah. And I, I think Suicide Squad's a funny concept to me. It's always been one that I've never loved as much as a lot of the LDC universe, just because by its nature there's like just inherent flaws in it because you either have to have some people who are more like anti-heroes so we can root for them at the core of the team yeah right or you have to change some characters to make them work in that context or you have a bunch of characters that i can't sympathize with at all and i'm not rooting for anyone which can work because i mean the you know the, the suicide squad they got bombs in their heads you they've, they're being forced into it they can be the most awful people and just doing this to save their own skins that can work it can work, but you can't count on me being emotionally invested. You have to just sort of play it as kind of what this movie, at least the credits implies it's doing, is it's just it's a grindhouse movie. It's just, you know, right. grimy characters doing violence and shit. And that's almost the biggest problem with this movie. 
is it tries to do both because it does the the grindhouse, the grimy, you know. Okay, let's go for it. But then you have Deadshot kind of being uh, the because I, I was optimistic because the opening scene is violent as shit. You had Punch and Julie, you had uh, Vertigo, and you had people being sliced up, heads exploding. I, I I love the start of every Suicide Squad movie where you you introduce a whole bunch of people and you go right, who's dead in the first scene? You 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 kind of just picking them out. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of fun stuff like that, and then to, it gets a, it gets kind of back to that towards the end where we start getting like you know deaths left and right, and you know various things being cut off. But the, for a lot in the middle, it's like no, no, it's, it's this road trip. Which again, the road trip parts like can be can be fun, and at times it is. But uh, like, okay, it wants me to hear that Deadshot's longing for his daughter, then that she might be estranged from another, him. And... Another action set piece in the middle. Yeah. And that would have helped. That that probably would have helped. Uh, I just, I feel like if if we're going to do like a proper dirty dozen type movie with the Suicide Squad, just do it. Yeah, they they, they always half ass it, don't they? Yeah, they they always take a half step because they they want to still have some sort of emotional core. And well, I think in most movies that makes sense. Ultimately, there's only so much caring I can give to a group of villains. There is, yeah. They're they're all in this prison for a reason. Yeah. Um. So. You know, and I, and I do like the idea that Amanda Waller wants this. Like she, she, she knows she's been too shady in life to, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. get to, to get to heaven. Uh, and to be fair, they do address that some of them just don't believe that heaven and hell exists. So it's like, well, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah just, just getting this off my sentence. That's fine. Because uh, they're all getting promised time off their their sentence, of course, which is yeah. the, the the motivation. Other than being blown up. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty standard Suicide Squad stuff still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean that, that's basically the movie without spoiling like how it ends and what they do with uh, certain moments that's basically yeah that's basically it uh, so I guess we'll get into spoilers then so full spoilers for Suicide Squad Hell to Pay and I've got it up so I can see it because I probably <laughs> every time that. you're glancing that's the thing that like you said there's a Suicide Squad movie out. I'm like is there? what is it? <laughs> like I didn't know about this this was you yeah. and I will say this actually I recognise Christian Slater the second he spoke. Oh, yeah. I think he does a pretty good job, though. I, I like, like him as Deadshot. Oh, but Mr. Robot's here. T- yeah. T- 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 talking to us. Great. That's nice. Yeah, doing some conflicted father things. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I mentioned Tara Strong's there. In terms of anyone else who I noticed, uh, I didn't recognise her voice, but I just, for, for reference sake, uh, Amanda Waller's voice by Vanessa Williams, who I know from Eraser, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from 1996 or 7. Okay. Fair enough. This is a little movie. Uh, Greg, Greg Greenberg's in there as well. He plays yeah, me. I did catch him. He, he plays Maxim Steele, the uh, stripper who used to be Dr. Fate for about a month. Yeah, I like. as soon as they were like, oh, he's got this ang touch, I was like, okay, so he, he, he was some sort of Fate-related character. Yeah. I don't know if it was specifically going to be actually Fate, though. Like, I was like, no, 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 I didn't either. I was like, well, he's definitely connected to that. Yeah. Um... So you know, uh, so yeah, so, so we're in spoilers then, uh, for 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 spoilers' sake, should should you be concerned, uh, so the whole big ending. So the the one character that they paint is some somewhat sympathetic as Bronze Tiger, who he he's more the vigilante. You know, his wife was killed, so he became like this ruthless vigilante. Um, but he doesn't kill people though. That was that was the thing. He doesn't like, kill innocents. Doesn't kill innocents. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, right. So so he's kind of the more sympathetic one, and. Which really should have meant he should have been the protagonist more than Deadshot was. I agree. They should have spent more time developing him than him. You know what I meant. <laughs> more time developing Bronze Tiger than Deadshot. But, 
so the whole thing at the end is that he's actually dying, like, because Thorns, like, went through some of them, and, like, uh, Frost and Copperhead are fighting, and Amanda Waller blows up one of them, so both of them die. Yeah, and we cool. get to a point where it's just, you know, Thorn has actually been shot in the head by Flashpoint Batman. Yeah, I was not expecting this to be a pseudo-sequel to Flashpoint. Yeah, uh, so he's actually delaying his death just long enough to get this card so he, so he doesn't go to hell. And, I, I mean, I, I guess that's like, I, they never actually explore the idea that Thorn cares about heaven and hell. Because like, if you said to me, is Thorn, is he, does he believe in heaven and hell, I, I'd have probably said no. Well, let's see, the way I like to think of it is, is probably not, but in that last moment, just in case. Okay, all right. He doesn't. He doesn't want to risk it. Yeah, but he he like he basically kills Bronze Tiger, and Bronze Tiger gets a little bit of payback because he slices his fingers off at the last second, which helps Deadshot just blast him through. There's lots of villains' deaths in this. <laughs> this yeah, would never happen in the comics because we wouldn't want to lose all these characters. Uh, but so so Bronze Tiger's dying, and Deadshot does the noble thing of giving him the card so that he doesn't go to hell. But then gives it to Waller anyway, and, you know. She tells her it's fine. Yeah, but she thinks, of course, it still works, but it doesn't. So that, that's your nice little like wink, wink ending for the audience, which you know it works. So it's fine. Yeah, it's quite a good ending actually. Like, like I say, I, I think the opening ten minutes and then the final 10, 15 minutes are the strong points. Yeah, those are definitely the best. Like, there's there's still good stuff in the middle, but it's just lacking a little something. It's it's, it's like I say, it's, it's lacking the emotional core. Um. There's so many characters in it, and it, I mean, I know who ninety nine percent of them are, so I I know them, but it doesn't feel like the movie does a proper job of like really getting to know them or introducing them or anything. You know, like you know, I, I like Silver Banshee, I like how she looks in this movie, but she doesn't really, you know, she's not a think, character. Yeah. Like, she's no, just, no, she's just uh, there to do some fighting. She's just the henchman for Thor. So, same, same for Blockbuster. Same for Blockbuster, yeah. Um, I mean. Killer Frost has a little bit because you think she's, you know, she betrays the team and then she mm. betrays the second team and then she's just out for herself, and and so. Kind of what I expect from Killer Frost, to be fair. Yeah, well, that's the thing. She's kind of an anti-hero in the comics now. She's she's on yeah, a Justice she's League team. Yeah, she's kind of all over the place, isn't she? On TV show in the Flash, she's a hero now. So, but we, we Killer Frost yep. is going full hero. Pretty much. Except Pretty in this much. movie. Well, I mean, she she dropped the killer in the comics, right? That's right. She's just Frost now. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like that. Nah, you should change it to... You have to have a word before it, but you, you can change Killer to something like Savior Frost or... Uh... What, what, what's a nice cold pun that would still work? Uh, frostbite. Yeah, that's probably already taken there, right? Probably. It's got to be. Probably. Uh, Jill Frost. Really? Like Jack Frost, I don't know. What do you want from me? Uh, no, I got nothing. I'm, now I'm just trying to think of alliteration. <laughs> Francine Frost. <laughs> These are just names now, rather than words describing things, actions. You know, all, all the other things that you typically have as your superhero names. Or all right, names. fine. Uh, Flying Frost or. Our sex, so tape, our sex tape can be full frontal for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, the problem is alliteration, and then I got a word association, so I got a freezing, but that doesn't work because then it's just redundant. Freezing frost, well, obviously. That's frost. never stopped comics before, though. We. <laughs> uh, it's true. Uh, fancy frost. Yeah. 
That'll that'll do. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, so so uh, the action scenes at the start and the end are definitely the best parts of the movie. The, mm. the, I, I think the like I, I was finding myself thinking it was okay, but like like a lot of these recent animated movies, I was just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not really into. It. I'm not invested in what's going on. I agree. I was like, yeah, there's some cool stuff going on, but especially when when I've been we've been working our way through Young Justice, you know, on the the television from the Multiverse podcast for the last, you know, however many months, like, like when I watch that show, I'm invested. I care about the characters. I care about what's going on. Um, here, yeah, it's it's fine. It works, but you know, it, it definitely feels like a DC animated original movie. It does. It's just uh, something light to to throw on for an hour and a half. You know, have a little bit of fun. Here or there, you know, some nice jokes. Yeah, you know, Deadshot quipping about uh, Waller, you know, not being but, the same. She lost the weight. Yeah, but, but honestly, it's not must see like at all. Not, e- no. Even if you're a DC fan, maybe if you're a Suicide Squad fan specifically, maybe you should check it out. But like, even then, like, I'm... it's it's one of those where if you're interested in seeing it, you know, if you if you check out all these DC movies. Yeah, you'll be fine. You're not going to regret I, it. It's it's not the worst you've seen. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it though. I'd you know, wait till it's on the streaming service. Yeah, or at least get a sale on it or something. Yeah, or, or, or a rental for cheap. Like, but yeah, yeah, it's not a purchase purchaser. Nah, I'm, I'm I'm with you on this one. It's 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 fine if you if if you're a completionist. Like, because I'll be honest, I'm at this point. I've seen them all. I'm probably gonna just keep watching them. Yeah, yeah, but there was a time when I was excited about actually getting them on Blu-ray and building the collection, and it just kind of like you know just slowly kind of died yeah, out, and yeah, I just stopped yeah. caring. Because they just they were getting more and more just kind of not bad just mediocre, yeah. like uh, I know I will say I am looking forward to Batman Ninja because it's a different studio, different director for a start. It's been is... getting it's been getting good buzz from uh the, from WonderCon. So they screened yeah. it at WonderCon and it got good buzz. So we'll see how that is, and that's that's not too far away. I think that's next month. So uh, yeah, end of April. So we'll we'll see how that is, uh, and. Do you know what's funny? I, I remembered finding out about this, but I actually just noticed, uh, like, because they released like, some stills from it yesterday. We're getting a Death of Superman animated movie. And all I could think was, wait a minute, wasn't the first one Superman Doomsday, which was an adaptation of Death of Superman? Yeah, yeah, I think they're doing it more properly. Like, doing it as a, I think they're doing it as a two-parter as well. Two-part movie. Uh, one, oh, they... one this year, one next year. Well, the stills disappointed me because he's wearing his New 52 outfit. Okay, that... Oh, okay. Right, here's the it, thing. It looks though, ugly. Because I think they're good. doing Death of Superman and then you yeah, return. So, can we come back in the Rebirth outfit? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Like, we've moved on from that in the comics. I mean, I hated it when New 52 was still on and they were using the New 52 outfits and yeah, stuff. But... Yeah, they haven't caught up yet, though, in the movies, have they? We're still doing New 52 stories. I'm, I'm hoping that's maybe the... You know, you know how they use Flashpoint, obviously, as the transition into New 52 for the movies as well. Mm-hmm. We could use Death and Return of Superman as, you know, okay, let's transition into some Rebirth stuff now. I'd be, uh, don't be opposed to that. I just think it's funny that they're actually starting to remake ones they've already done. Yeah, yeah. But hey, if they do it, you know, I, I, I was going to say, like, the, the, one of the best examples of these movies is the, is the two-part Dark Knight Returns, right? No, that's true. So if they do it to that level and do it properly... It's worth remaking because they've, they've, they've already failed in the visuals though. Because I saw the screenshots and just went, oh. Okay, like Superman Doomsday, it, it was all right. That was fine. But, it was it was just kind of you know. But it was a starting point. But they, they went up from there. But, yeah, that's it. It probably holds up better than a lot of the recent ones have. To be honest. 
It very well might. We should revisit them at some point. I'm sure we'll revisit most of them eventually when there's a reason to do them. Next day, day there's a Superman movie coming out. We'll do all the live-action Superman movies. We'll do all the animated Superman movies. Maybe it'd be worth doing before before the you know Death of Superman comes out. We can do the the Doomsday and compare them. My worry of doing that is that it's going that'll that'll actually set up Death of Superman for, to make me feel bored because I'll feel like I'm just watching some of the, the same uh, plot possible, beats yeah. that I just watched like you know a week two weeks before it came out. But mm. hey ho, uh, so yeah, so these tend to these, these are typically the shortest movie reviews we do because there's ten, I don't tend to have a lot to say about these. No, not anymore, not not in a while. Yeah, so you know, it's a shorter movie review. So, but I mean, I, I don't want to waffle on and like pad it out with. I mean, arguably, we just padded it out by talking about what's coming up in the DC anime movies the last three or four minutes. Well, sure, but I'm actually excited about uh, Batman Ninja. I'm I'm genuinely intrigued to see what someone else can do with the toys because you know it's been Sam Liu for so long now, and they'll kind of feel very similar at this point. So I'm excited to see uh, you know just just someone else be uh, bring a different vision to the to these movies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm late. A lot of the recent ones, it's a non-event. If you thought yeah. they were okay, you'll think this is okay too. But you know, yeah. uh, it's it's not it's not complete garbage like Batman and Harley was, but it's not it's, particularly it's, good either. It's perfectly serviceable. Yeah, it's serviceable. Yeah. As your review, how exciting that is to say, is serviceable. Yeah. The emotion in our voices as we speak about this. Yeah, pretty much. But that's Suicide Squad, hell to pay. <laughs> <laughs> they've got hell to pay for that Batman Harley Quinn movie. Oh god, that was atrocious. Definitely anyway, skip that one. So that that is uh, the movie. So let us know what you think of this one if you've seen it in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. You can do that over there. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching movies, and we'll see you next time.